Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the What's up, movie geeks? What's up? My name is Justin Winters. I am one of the co-hosts of Ye Old Podcast that you are listening to now. Uh, where is my other half? She is taking the week off this week. Uh, when we decided we were going to try to come back from the crazy coronavirus hiatus or high tie that we were discussing last week. Uh, one of the things was give Chrissy less things to do. And so we're like, okay, you know, the draft will come, the fantasy movie draft will come back. But, you know, there's, there's that one week where it's kind of open, you know. Chrissy, she's she's a woman with, uh, she's got so much stuff going on. So I, what I did, <laughs> and we'll tell, we'll talk to this guy and see how he was conned into this, but I had to reach out to one of my best friends. Uh, he is a, a podcast uh, legend. Uh, he is, he's done so much. He, he love, he, he likes to like things now. That's the name of his podcast he's doing now, but I've known him for years and I've talked about some crazy horror movies with him before. And he's always a good guy just to hang out with. And, you know, uh, just, just hanging out and hearing his voice just makes me happy. And we need more happiness in our life. So Chris Brayton, Brado, Welcome to the podcast, sir. What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, man. Oh, I I knew that you guys were going to stay down for long because I you took uh, you took like a six year hiatus at one point and you still came back. So I knew that like you can't keep a good pod down. And I like that you like to keep your co-host with the name Chris in there too. I think that's very. I don't want to. Conf- I don't. Wanna, I don't want to confuse people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's funny because when when when, if, when you're on, you, when you're on when you're on our yeah. podcast, I have to like really parse myself out and be like, "Oh, Chris, Chris, Chrissy," you know? No, no, I can't just call you both Chris. It gets really confusing. So, uh, Brayton, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Yeah, man. It, it's good though that our Aussie friends gave me Brado as a name too because that that works. Uh man, I you know I just ate dinner. I, I had a, a turkey, very heavy veggie uh, meatloaf. So I guess it's, it's only half mm. meatloaf and then some asparagus. So I'm, I'm actually I'm actually really right. full. So what's your good, though. like? I ate it while we were while we were while we were prepping and doing the like the pre prep stuff, just shuffling it into my mouth real fast. <laughs> so what you're <laughs> saying, what you're saying, Chris, is that you're stuffed. Yes, I I am stuffed. I, okay, you you came to me with this idea for us doing this thing. You know, I'll let you get into it. No, no, no. And like, what was, what was my response? You know what it was? It's like, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I always say yes. I have never said no to you. So like, it was an easy, like I am an easy person for you to come to because you know I'm not going to say no. Like it'll it'll have to be a big well, deal for, for me to say no. Well, you're, you're, I mean, uh, Chris is the best. Uh, I just got vaxxed recently. And who's the first person I yeah, I yeah. see? Like I go straight from being vaxxed to the Target bathroom right. to, to to use the restroom, and then I went to see Chris right after that. <laughs> and not only did I see yeah. Chris, but 
it was almost like a movie because he knew I was coming and I was in Bakersfield, just got my vax, and I drove up right. and he was literally, it made me feel bad because I was like, what am I doing in my life? He was digging a ditch. He was just like digging a ditch. He had his face shield out. His like muscles were probably glistening. I was just like aghast. I was like, is he literally digging a ditch? He's like, did he just start this? Because, you know, if somebody comes by my house, I have to like, you know, I'm lounging or stuff. You were digging a ditch, man. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, my girls were on their Zoom calls with their teachers. So like, it's like, okay, I got some, I got some time. I'm going to put in some oleanders, some white oleanders. And uh, it's a beautiful day. I had my I had my uh, my umbrella hat, which dads everywhere, parents everywhere. Get yourself an umbrella hat. I mean, seriously, it'll save your face. It really will. Well, it was impressive. That's all I have to say. So, um, <laughs> but here's the thing about Chrissy. Uh, anyone who's listened to our podcast for many years knows that one of my favorite things to talk about is horror movies especially 80s horror movies and so much so that every time something comes up that we have to watch that is 80s horror you will probably get a lot of grumbling from chrissy so i was like i gotta watch some 80s horror guys like how am i gonna do this and i would really love to watch 80s horror that i've never seen before like i i'm not one of those guys that's seen everything i have many many blind spots and knowing that if i were to put chrissy in a situation where you know I was watching an '80s horror movie that I've never seen before and couldn't like you know uh, warn her ahead of time, there might be a divorce in my future. You talk talk it up. <laughs> you, could, you couldn't talk it up either. Like you had to be able to Ex- talk it up, and you couldn't. You couldn't exactly do that with the straight the, face. The, the many landmines that could happen doing that. I was like, this can't happen. So I thought of, I thought of Chris Brayton because number one. He's not. You're not really a big fan for either Chris Brayton, but you say yes. No. You say yes, and he likes to like things. So right. I'm like, maybe he'll like right. to watch some '80s horror movies with me that I've never seen before, and then we could talk about it. And that's just like friend time with Chris once a month type thing. And that's how I sold it. Oh man, it, it was an easy sell. No, you know what it is. Like doing the show that I do now, I'm used to people telling me to like something and then like me taking the time to actually like actually like try and like it. Like, and so when you, so, so actually, and you know this, like there's there during this pandemic time, like after a while, you kind of run out of your normal stuff to mm-hmm. do. You know what I mean? Like, and so like, you're, you're just like, well, I can't watch. I've watched everything on Disney plus I've watched, you know, like you've watched everything and then you're just craving novelty. And so you, if you told me that, like, oh, we're going to watch the worst movie ever made, I'm like, well, are we going to do it together? <laughs> then, then yes, please. It's like we're yes, treasure yes, hunters. Please. It's like we're treasure hunters, Chris. Like, I was... I'm I'm so... I am so sure that you haven't seen everything from 80s horror. Like, no, this, uh, no. Like when you said 80s horror, I'm like... Bro, you're not going to be able to find anything. Like you've seen everything. The pool is so not. deep. The pool is so deep. It, yeah. And here's, I mean, I grew up in the 80s. So I was born in 1980. So it wasn't like I was old enough while the 80s, the, all these movies were going on no. to instantly watch. Like I had to like really pick and choose my battles and which movies that I would like sneak and watch by myself. So. There are there's a huge list of 80s horror movies that I'm like I got to watch that. And so 
that's why I was like, okay, let's do this. And so the plan is, Chris and I, until he he gives up on it, is we're just going to try to discover <laughs> new 80s horror movies that we, we've never seen before. So... That's it, and we're still trying to. Fi- I'm still trying to figure out like a like a name for like we need a cool name for our '80s horror v- well, mini series we're doing. So you ca- you called it '80s horror clubhouse, right? That that was the first I, one. And, and I, '80s and I, horror, and the, I didn't. Yeah, I, I was like maybe like since we're doing it over like this almost like the summer, like scary movie summer camp, like we're learning new things. Oh, um, okay, okay. Wait, I got it. Chop. Chop party summer, chop party summer, chop. That's it. Like see, it's a, chop party like, summer, or like instead of block party summer, like they used to do on Nick at Night, we do like slice parties. I don't know something like slasher. I don't know, man. Like I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> like I, 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 so that that's that. So that's the thing. What what is your? Are you a horror movie fan at all? Like wh- growing up, did you watch horror movies? What's what's going on? No, man. Like and and like I I think the only I think the only rule I gave you was I have to be able to watch it for free. That's what I told you. Like I have to be able to watch this movie for free, and I I don't want to have to go. I don't want to have to give my give my computer like a horrible horrible virus trying to find it either like i don't want it to be like that but those are the only two they like please i want to watch it it has to be free and and that's it no like i watched i've I've told this story so many times like i'm sure someone's heard it like i watched nightmare on elm street the original when i was when i was like two years old my dad fell asleep i was he, he was holding me we were watching something and then of course it clicks over to clicks over to like either like 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 a long i think it was like a commercial for it or like it the actual movie mm-hmm. like because they used to do like these like long infomercials that freddie used to used to like host and things like that i like i remember i've seen freddie's nightmares anyway, I are you talking about freddie's nightmares yeah stuff something like that yeah okay and so i watched the entirety of freddie uh, of, of nightmare on elm street as a kid mm-hmm. and so like i had the same reoccurring nightmare for years so like i have a very negative like view of horror movies in general. Now I've recently, as an adult, like I've watched Nightmare on Elm Street and I watched it for my show. And then I started watching like higher end horror movies and I'm realizing like how good they are. And like there is some really good movies out there in the horror genre um, that I end up really liking. Um, but like I'm a positive guy. And so like I like the good guys to win at the end of my movies. And that's usually what I try and steer away from with with these is that like I don't I don't love it when the bad when the bad guy or the the monster wins and so I, I that's usually why I steer away from horror movies. Okay, so there so there is some trauma in, in Chris's past, right? Uh, due due to horror films. Um, of course, he watched one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, another reason why Chris, he, <laughs> I'll never forget the uh, the time uh, we we finally showed Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors to Chrissy. And her great exact, movie. her exact, her great, her movie. exact quote because it is my favorite horror film, like straight up horror film of all time. She she said something like, "What is wrong with you?" And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I I am what I, I am what I am, Chrissy. Uh, you know, right? Um, I know that's one you recently, <laughs> in the last couple of years, finally watched as well. So, but you know, yeah, just like. Chris is kind of wary about horror films because of his childhood. 
a lot of my childhood, lots, lots of things were going on, and that was one of the things I reached out to was was horror films to kind of just like right make me happy, man. So I'm excited about doing this because, like I said, I I want to try to pick things that I know not much about, and and this first one that we picked <laughs> right. is kind of one that's been at the top of the list for a while. So. Let's get to it, Chris. The first movie that we're doing in our uh, scary movie, 80s scary movie series is from 1985, and it's Larry Cohen's The Stuff. No, don't eat that. I saw it moving in the refrigerator. Here, Jason. Take some. There is something alive in there. They're good for us, Jason. They kill the bad things inside us. Must be a side effect of eating too much dessert. It's gonna kill you! It's gonna kill you all! Hey, wait, wait, wait. We are not alone. Tonight, America is in grave danger. So are you prepared to say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff? Oh, hell yes. And what's worse, I've seen what's left of them when the stuff gets through and comes back up. The, the stuff. stuff. The, the, All the, right. The stuff. Let, let me read this uh, uh, plot line on IMDb before we get into this. So it came out in 1985, The Stuff. Uh, the logline is, A delicious, mysterious goo that oozes from the earth is marketed as the newest dessert sensation, but the tasty treat rots more than teeth when zombie-like snackers who only want to consume more of the strange substance at any cost begin infesting the world all right uh my uh, my knowledge of the stuff before i watched the stuff just recently and i watched it twice and we'll get into that was the poster (laughs) that that was it i never i actually just watched the trailer right before we started chris and i was like nope definitely hadn't seen that trailer if i would have seen that trailer i would have been like watch that movie but I don't know what it was about the – I don't know if the VHS cover as a kid kind of freaked me out. Okay, so the VHS cover, before we get into it, it's a big warning sign at the top. And then it's got this scary right. person's face with, like, the marshmallow goo coming out their eyes and their mouth. And this is what it, – it's one of those covers that has, like, all the text on it. And so it says, if, right. if you see the stuff in stores, call the police. If you have it in your home, don't touch it. Get out. The stuff is a product of nature, a deadly living organism. It is addictive and destructive. It can overcome your mind and take over your body, and nothing can stop it. The stuff. And so going I, in, that's it. That's all I knew about the stuff. Uh, did you have any knowledge about the stuff? Honest, okay, the first time I watched it, I was shocked that you hadn't watched this. Like I, I was like, oh my gosh, how did Justin miss this one? This hits like every Justin '80s beat. Because like we watched, you know, I, a four-year show, we've watched Basket Case and Monkey Shines, and like the stuff is so much better than both of those movies. And so I just assumed that you would have watched it already. Like I just like it was shocked. No, but of course I've never heard of this movie ever. Never heard of this movie. Never. 
did you? Oh did, no, was he on my radar? Okay, so and so knowing nothing about it, the reason why I watched it twice, Chris, is I I'm watched so it curious. the first time. You it, told me you would like tell a, me on air. So I, well, I, I've, I've been on pins and needles waiting. I, it the first time I watched it, the whole time I was watching, it, I was like, "Is this what this movie is about?" It was like a fever dream. Like it's so out there and just totally not it's what weird. I thought it would be that yeah. I I unfortunately told Chris that we were going to do this early, so he probably watched it. he watched it like 2 weeks ago. And so I had to rewatch it because I was like, I don't rem- is this what this movie is about? Like it's so bananas this movie. The all the things that it was trying to do that I was just like it was one of those I had to just tip my hat as how you know crazy it got in parts oh. and then i look and it's like oh they made it for he made it for larry cohen who's like one of those uh directors who just like would do crazy shit just to get the stuff on film did it for 1.7 million this movie was made so i was like okay at the end of the day i kind of get it the stuff so you know i'll give it a pass and at the day i was like no, it, not bad what do you think is he someone is he someone that like you know of? Like, what other movies has this guy done? Uh, he's done a lot of movies. The one, the only one that I really knew of was a movie called "It's Alive," and it's about like like killer babies or something. I remember watching as a kid. But he's got several I, others. I think you remember that. I have to look that up. He's got Lock several up. others, but yeah. Uh, this, like I said, I, I overall I liked it. It's definitely. Uh, ragtag like 80s no budget we're we're doing what we can type thing but it's also got this we're doing this but it's also got this like this movie has a message you know as well and we want i want to get that message across so kind of like it reminded me a lot of they live uh to be honest where it's like the message is really good that you know but they didn't really have a budget and it seems like they kind of lost their way (laughs) Wait several times throughout the movie, and they had to come back. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I said, overall, I, 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 I was positive about it. I did not hate this movie, dude. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate this movie. I I got into it about halfway through. When, okay. Um, yeah. When when uh, the guy his name's like Chocolate Chip is that is that his name I I mean I forget everybody I've got, I just know I've got notes I've yeah. got so much notes yeah. uh, so Chocolate so Chip when Charlie he sh- when he yeah Chocolate Chip Charlie like when he shows up I was I was in like at for I'm like okay I I I don't know like I I I why is Justin like my mind started doing the thing where it's like why is Justin doing this to me I thought we were friends. Why does he hate me? I don't understand. Why did I say yes? Well, you know, you love the guy, Chris. Just keep, just keep, because, because it's just, okay, okay. One of the things is too, like, I, I hate gross food, like eating and stuff in movies and stuff. I, I can't handle watching people eat. And so the movie starts with just this old prospector scooping up. I, I thought of it as yogurt. You called it like marshmallowy. I guess it's somewhere in between. And he just scoops it up, eats it, and says, "Like, let's package it. Well, let's package it. Everyone will eat this." There's, and, there's no um, credits, Chris. This movie starts, no, and this yeah, guy is, open. this cold guy is open. slurping things out of the ground. The first line of this movie is, "Man, what the hell is this?" And I was like, "Yeah, what chomp, is going on?" Chomp, chomp. Like, 
<laughs> they just get right into it. These two old guys just slurping things out of the ground. <laughs> And, and from there, it's just like a roller coaster ride of many movies at once. It's got the, um, it's got the the this guy, the character's name is Mo Rutherford, and oh. <laughs> he sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. He's kind of like, uh, is that a? He's kind of like what's it's your, the worst accent? <laughs> it's it's so bad. I'm like, who is this guy? He reminded me of what you call in Knives Out. As kind of like the the detective, kind of like, all right, I'm just gonna figure out what this stuff is, and you know, whatever. But I I don't know, man. He was like out of a, a whole other movie, and every time he came up, it kind of like threw me because of his accent. Well, and- he's he's also the most sexually attractive man apparently on the face <laughs> of the earth. All he has to do is speak to people, and they want to be with him. At all times, like he's like he has raw like this dude. Okay, this dude is like frumpy, balding, like 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 he's got the dad like the ultimate like dad body, and like he just goes up to people. And I'm gonna try and do his accent. Tell me if I'm doing a good job. So, oh hey, I'm I'm Mo, and and I'm I'm a fix it man. And then like he just lies to everybody. Like that's not bad, but like it's obviously he's lying with his accent. He just decided to do a thing, and. And, and, oh hey, like yeah, uh-huh. but he's a he's an industrial saboteur. He calls himself That's an industrial saboteur. For, <laughs> I'm an industrial saboteur. I'm here to take down the stuff in, in favor of of the uh, of the ice cream, a big ice cream. All the ice creams are together. They're they want to take down the stuff, which so, is now in like those big yogurt Chobani things. Is what they're so, in so, like. Akin to akin to they live. The stuff is basically a you know capitalism corporate you know corporations are are all killing us and we're giving them all our money. You know we're we're zombies to everything. And so is, is this, that the message though? I don't think that's the message though, man. I I don't what, think what that, is the, like what is, like you say that. I there is I don't think there was a message. I just think it was like. <laughs> They're, Stay away from the stuff is the message, well, right? I guess, but like the stuff is I I guess if you put it like that, okay. I did you want to eat the stuff? With, but that is not what did you th- what was the message what, what, to you, Chris? Well, wait, I just wanted to set up just in case that I'm sure there is pe- no message. I had no I'm sure message there's... from this thing. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna give the beyond the log line. So this basically this movie starts with some old dudes finding this marshmallow like yogurt in the ground and saying you know this stuff is great it's sweet we could sell it and smash cut to the these you know the stuff commercials that are you know neon lots of oh, money saying you gotta eat the they're stuff incredible. or this weird woman in like workout gear saying you love the stuff and it's like the thing that everybody has, the thing that everybody eats. Like, there are people in this this movie that have like closets full of the stuff, and they can't get enough. And like Danny Aiello, like, a, like Danny like Aiello, da- yeah, Danny Aiello is in this movie, <laughs> and he plays a guy that used to, I guess, work for the FDA or whatever. There's a lot of like really yeah. governmenty like oh, insider like so stuff in this movie before it even gets to what the. Like, why is everybody mad about this stuff? Like, there's at least 45 minutes of this movie of, you know, Mo Rutherford, who's like, every time people give me no, every time you give me money, I always say Mo. Mo Rutherford's my name. And he's oh, just like going God. around interviewing people. He, 
the introduction of his character is there's these old white guys on a boat talking about the stuff and how you know they wish they had the stuff they wish they had the money the, the stuff is making and so they invite mo rutherford over to this boat and literally he walks in and he's like everybody's got sweaty palms he's like <laughs> He's like Ugh. shaking people's hands. He's, just He's trying like trying to be so cool. That's a that's He's a sweaty so palm. Cool. Hello, sweaty palms. I was like, who is this guy and what is he doing? So <laughs> I can't believe. Okay, when he became the main character, because like we're introduced kind of at the beginning to, to to Jason, right? Is that the name of the kid? Yeah. Like, so, I thought the whole thing was gonna be from his point of view. Oh. And then Mo Rutherford <laughs> becomes the main character character and action star action star of this movie it blew me away i couldn't believe it oh <laughs> yeah so it alternates between mo like doing his detective work he wants to find about like how did this stuff happen what's it made of because as an industrial saboteur he wants to take them down so all the ice cream dudes will like give him lots of money because that's what he what he loves more than anything and then on the flip side we mo- got this mo we got this Mo we, money. Got, we got this kid Jason who has a bedspread that matches his curtains and he seems like the eighties awesome. the eighty the quintessential eighties kid. And I don't know about you, Chris, but I love the movie the the movies as a kid where the kid was just not understood. No one was listening to him, you know, shit was going down. This movie definitely has like some invaders from Mars in it. I don't know if you've ever seen that film. Well some troll two in there as well. Like I had some, some troll definite troll there, too, but, but yeah, I I definitely latched onto the. If I would have watched this as a kid at the time, I'd have been like, yes. So it kind of switches back between their point of view until at some point Mo's like he hears news of this kid hating this stuff, and he's like, I gotta meet this kid. Like it literally, he says, I gotta I meet this, this kid. I want to adopt this kid. <laughs> this kid's gonna be my best friend in this whole movie, I, along I'm with my liter- brand new lover girlfriend who I just met. <laughs> Who seems like she has it all together and is going to leave everything for Mo, Mo, Mo? What's what's her name? Nicole? Is that her name? And she's she's an ad exec. He so he goes. Mo goes from getting the 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 money from the white guys, the ice cream white guys, to instantly like just full on crashing a commercial of, of the stuff. He just walks in. He's like, everybody, just take five. And he goes up to who, who's obviously the director of the commercial is like, you know your stuff, like you you're really smart. And she's like, who are you? And he's like, gives him his whole song of dance, and literally they say, let's go back and have sex back at the hotel, <laughs> like w- yeah. within two minutes. And you're just like, it's immediate. Is it's this immediate. the stuff? Is this what the stuff is? <laughs> like the stuff. I literally in big letters. I'm like, does the stuff make you horny? Uh, question mark. Question mark. <laughs> well, neither of them had eaten this stuff. That that's the thing. Okay, that you know. Tell of. me the truth. Would yeah? Would you have tried the stuff? Let's say you are completely ignorant of everything else. Would you have tried the stuff just based on looks and and it being? Because remember, it's 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 dairy free. It's vegan uh, for as for as far as you can tell. Even mm-hmm. though we do find out it's a living organism later on, but like it helps you, would you have helps, tried it? it helps you lose weight apparently as well. The, helps you lose weight. Lots of pluses. Right. They even put the the what's the beef lady in a commercial, and they're like, "Where? What'd she say? Where's the stuff?" Or something like that. Everybody was stuff? eating. Of course, right. I would have eaten it. I missed that. There, there were yeah, brick and mortar stores of the stuff. Like 
if this stuff is everywhere, like I want to try this stuff, Chris. Like, of course. Oh, I would. I would try. Would you have tried it without hesitation? Without hesitation, like it would have been like in in the fridge immediately, for sure. My my question is, like the kid in the movie, um, turns on the stuff pretty early on because he sees it moving in his fridge, like you know. Pee wee, like Pee Wee's Playhouse, yeah. like moving around in his fridge. I, I thought Poltergeist. I thought Poltergeist is what I thought first, but yeah, with the meat going across the 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 counter, he pulls a one eighty. But even before that, he seems like he's in an abusive situation because his parents are yelling at him. Like he can't even get up in the middle of the night to go get food. Like what was this, Chris? We're both parents. Oh, like. It was this is like never ending. I thought maybe this is like never ending story abuse. Do you remember the dad in never ending story at the beginning? He's like, I know your mom just died, but you really need to get over it. <laughs> like this, this family was was like approaching that. Like even his brother, who yeah. apparently at some point just like went on a stuffed binge and played video games for hours, they really wanted this kid to eat the stuff. Like so much so, I was like, are they going to beat this kid into eating this stuff? I don't want to see that. I was. I was ready for them to pull out a funnel, like like legit. I was ready for them to pull out a funnel, and no, but like even before, because like that was pre stuff for them. Like they hadn't really eaten it. But like the dad get he gets out of bed because he's thirsty or whatever. He was hungry, and the dad looks at him like he was like kicking puppies, like he's walking around what are like, you doing? like 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 the little boy. What are you doing? Get out of here! Like I'm hungry and I'm tired and I don't feel that good. Like. Like I know instantly as a kid, like oh, like it, like the kids walking around, like you you know what that is. that's like kids walking around. Like, do your kids sleepwalk? I forget. They don't, do they? Uh, thank God, no. Yeah. Oh my gosh, not horrible. It'd be the worst. <laughs> um, but like, it's just like, oh, are, are you you don't feel good? Okay, well, let's take your temperature. Like that'd be the first thing that you would say. Like, okay, like are you thirsty? And then you would help them get back into bed. And this kid was what like ten, eleven, right? Was that where we put him or? Yeah, he's younger. Maybe, yeah, somewhere around there. Not middle school. So my, my oldest, fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, my oldest is ten. She's ten. So like we're so like if she was up rambling around at night and I like heard her, I would get up. Like there would be a reason why. Like they have instant hate for this kid, which is such an eighties thing. Yeah. Like everybody hates kids in the eighties. So instantly you're like, this kid's got to leave this house. Like this guy, he's got stuff in yeah, the fridge. His his family has have become stuffed zombies, and I, I, earlier I said like this has like a bunch of movies mashed together. It's got some invaders from right. Mars, some body snatchers, you know, it's got some body snatchers, in, and so instantly I was on this kid's side, and instantly I wanted him to escape this abusive situation, but I didn't think it was going to come about by you know. Mo Rutherford literally kidnapping Mo a child Rutherford. and taking him across in a plane. And his new mom. Like, I felt like it was going to be like, okay, Mo and Nicole are his new. They're his mom and dad now. I'm your mom and dad now. <laughs> they're his new mom and dad. Like, uh, and by the end of the movie, he he becomes like, <laughs> like he's doing some deep shit for Mo. Like, I thought he was going to pull out some machine guns at some point because he's oh my so he's become so indoctrinated into the anti stuff. I literally think this would be a perfect movie that could get remade now because it's it, the themes are obviously even more prevalent now. You know, back then I know the director said he was he you know he's talking about cigarettes and you know alcohol or whatever, and then 
of course, they kind of lace in fast food and all that stuff, you know. As someone who dropped the sugar recently, I'm like, oh, I see. was I this kid? You know, literally at one point in this movie, you can tell me if this is your favorite scene it as was well. Me. The, this kid goes to the grocery store, Chris, and he annihilates everything stuff related <laughs> in this grocery store. Oh, my God. And this grocery yeah. store was like at least 60% stuff they had in in aisle like displays like one whole row was just like stuff and he just like takes a rake he like just throws himself like supermarket sweep style and just annihilates all this stuff gets arrested that's how mo finds him in the first place they're like kid who really doesn't like the stuff arrested at ralph's grocery today you know oh and it's headline news it's headline <laughs> news that this kid like had a had a freak out with the stuff, I, yeah, it it was rough watching because like as a dad you're just like no 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 be good to them but then of course you realize like they're they're stuff addled so the stuff is like a a organism hive mind organism right yes that like comes from the middle of the earth I don't know I think it's always been there right yes or did it they never really address. Like where it comes from, it's just always been in the earth, ready to be eaten. Which you would have think that they would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. Anytime but, someone know, asks, whatever. like, what you know, what are the ingredients? It's kind of like Coca Cola. Like, you know, it's a secret. Right. You know, it's a secret. And we, we never really find out what's made of. We we do see some like really weird like stuff baths. Like, what is that scene where it's like, you know, stuff monster like coming out of the <laughs> the water or whatever. Well, it. They find it like where it's being really mined from is like a quarry. It's like this like big huge pit, and like later on, like they eat, Mo and the um and Nicole they end up going to, they go to where like the factory where it's at, and it's like basically just being like siphoned out of this big pit in the middle of a quarry, loaded onto huge like like uh like like what what they carry like fuel in like these huge huge trucks. And then they just package it, and like it's literally just from the ground into a jar, <laughs> like and then everyone's eating it, um, and except for except for the little kid, he doesn't eat it. What does he eat instead, Justin? And what made me want to throw up? What did he eat instead? He ate shaving cream. Shaving cream. Well, that's how shaving cream. So, at, in the middle of the movie, this is like his family's deep into the stuff. Like they're really like bad. They have it in their fridge, in the their closet. Stuff. They're really. They're really asking him to eat it. They're, they're worried that he's going to turn, and so he has to do something really drastic. So he goes up to his goes up to his room and goes to his bathroom and fills like a cup up with shaving cream. And so he goes down. And remember, they're like stuffed zombies by now. And he's like, "Man, this stuff's really great." And he's like eating the shaving cream. I'm like, "How? Like how? Like how's this going to play out? Is he going to have to eat that whole thing?" And eventually, they like taste it anyway and then they really get pissed and like he has to run away but i'm like he really didn't play this out of, of the shaving cream thing so uh yeah man oh, i mean he was kind of stupid at, at one point he jumps in one of those like you know those concrete you know trucks that would spin the concrete and stuff and you're like man that must be crazy did you ever think like hey i want to climb in that concrete truck no ever no, but at some point it, this it, kid does that and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough for me because like I always feel like the difference between a horse, a horror movie, and an action movie is decisions. 
Like in, in a horror movie, they make the bad decision, and in an action movie, they make the what could be the right decision. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, oh, okay. And yeah, he jumps into the thing. No, I mean, I always thought it'd be fun to see what it was like to go in one of those, but I never actually did. Of course, I I did hate kids in movies most of the time because I always thought they. I think I wouldn't do that. I would do a better job. Did you always put yourself in the kid's position when you were a kid? So I could I could do it better. I could do I, I could be I could be a better kid. I mean, it's it, there's a good forty five minutes before we even see what the st- other than people talking about the stuff and commercials of the stuff and Mo and his new girlfriend, you know, going around and asking him all this stuff. That's probably the the biggest weakness is it just takes so long to get to people, you know, vomiting out the stuff and you know uh, the special effects, especially now that you know I know that it's like. <laughs> barely a budget are probably the best part because there's some there's some crazy shit by the way chris i don't know if you knew this but the scene where they're at the, the hotel and like yeah the room it's the same room the spinning room used in nightmare on elm street for the the bed thing so with johnny depp they use they just they had so little money they're like let's just use this and we're gonna spin this guy i'm sure this guy almost died because reading about this film uh who was it i think it was uh Garrett Morris, who plays Chocolate Chip Charlie, was like just talking about how crazy the filming of this movie was. And watching it, you're like, I can see that, <laughs> you know. And watching that yeah. that guy get kind of get like uh, marshmallowed up to the the ceiling, I was like, this is cool. I thought that was great. Okay, so I, we're kind of glossing over it though. Like, so the the stuff eventually like turns the people into like it basically eats them from the inside out and takes over their bodies. Yes. And so like the uh, uh, so like also it has a mind of its own too so it'll attack you blob style. So that's yeah. why it's like it's a couple so like one it's a monster movie, then it's also a zombie movie, then it's also a body snatchers movie. Yeah, it's like because if, they have like if the body yeah. snatchers and if so, in the body snatchers they had like this marshmallow blob that like would, you know, jump out of them and then when the marshmallow blob jumps out of them, it's like they got like the just saw the ring face of fright. Like, ah, that's, <laughs> that's so perfect. That's <laughs> so stinking perfect, man. That's Chris, exactly what it is. Chrissy saw, Chrissy saw yeah, some of that stuff yeah. and she was like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like when jaws unhinge uh, <laughs> and, you know, people start making those faces. So, I like I said, okay. I thought all that stuff was great. That, that was great stuff. I, I, I don't think it, it did not look horrible. Like, it did look good. Of course not. It didn't look great. But, like, I knew, I looked at the budget, of course. And I'm like, gosh, they actually did a lot with a little. Yeah. The effects were not bad. Yeah. They really were not that bad. I thought of the thing. I thought of the thing uh, a couple points yeah. in this movie, you know, with with all this stuff oh jumping gosh, around yeah. and stuff. And this came out the same, uh, not the same year as the thing. That was 82. But I was I was thinking I was like this would make a great uh, double feature with the thing man she's like stay away from the thing stay away from this stuff man uh, and at some <laughs> point this stuff just like starts just like moving fast and like you know it'll jump on your face Chris like what do you do when it jumps on your face you you pour <laughs> what what, is, what does she do she pours like you light it on fire uh, like it's some kind of stuff facial okay. or something like it's on fire. Wait, okay, so why did you watch this twice? I don't understand. So you watched it once, did you completely forget it, and then watch it again? I still don't understand. It felt like a fever dream. Like, it, I, I thought it, I thought. Like you really, you, yeah. 
I thought it was going to be more like about a boy. Like if you cut out everything Mo related, that's what I thought the movie was. But then you stuff gotcha. in this Mo yeah. stuff and Mo and his girlfriend. The director Chris. <laughs> let, me, let me see if I can find. I'm so excited. Let me see if I can I'm find so the excited. quote. Well, because watching this movie, you're just like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So there was a love scene. Like this movie was longer, and he like. It sounds like he he submitted the cut, and I'm sure I'm sure these people were like, uh, like, could you get to the stuff faster? And so apparently there was like a love scene at the hotel between Mo and his girlfriend. And I was like, imagine what that would have been like. You know, you go from this weird oh, awkward man. love scene to like marshmallow exploding. Yeah. Like this was wild. So, I mean, at I think it's barely like what eighty some minutes, and it seems it's long. 80. <laughs> It seems it long as seem longer. It does seem longer than I think it's only like eighty three minutes or eighty four minutes or something like that, like from start to finish. Because like there's no credits, so like you don't have to worry about wasting time there. You know, what I mean? you don't have to worry about any of that. I mean, this is an no, like, and then go ahead. It, well, and then like you have to throw in a chocolate chip Charlie, who is an obvious like famous Amos, like a famous Amos, like. Like analog is what it's supposed to be, and like he's also like a kung fu master. So, like he's yeah, he's a kung fu master. Famous Amos analog is what he is, and of course he dies. He dies in the movie, no, and it's weird how he, so so the, we have that character played by Garrett Morris who like pops in and pops out, and then at the end it gets yeah. really weird, and Paul Sorvino comes into this picture as some yeah, kind of the colonel military comes in. Really, yeah, really racist. Really racist colonel that like it seems like he's been maligned somehow. And so Mo comes to him and is like, "You really need to get this word about the stuff, and people will like you more." And the colonel's like, "Yeah, you're right. I own two radio stations in Georgia. Let's go." And I was like, "What is going on?" Just like it's bonkers. Like it is. <laughs> bonkers do they think they could just it, shoot it, it, the stuff this is not gonna work um but it oh it, my gosh but just t- just talking about the stuff like it, it goes from them going on the radio and say the stuff is bad to like instantly the news is everyone hates the stuff now like people are blowing up the stuff the stuff uh sites and stuff i'm like that really went quick man i i don't know if the longer yeah, cut this movie they explained that but that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, the idea was here. You know, they did the best with their budget. Yes, it's kind of weird that they have this dueling, like, you know, Foghorn Leghorn detective, you know, kid running from his family thing. But I kind of liked it. It's cool. So I, if you're a fan of like the bonkers 80s stuff, like if you're like a Monkey Shines fan or a Bass, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're just like, oh, I love these weird creature feature movies like this one is for you like it, it's it really it, i did find myself enjoying it like at first i'm just like what like i said before like what what am i doing right now this is like i have a finite amount of time on earth like i need to do stuff with my life <laughs> and then by the end of it i was like oh okay um yeah i, I did watch it the day you told me what when we we're gonna watch i during lunch i sat down and watched the first half and then the next day at lunch i watched the second half so i took two long lunches and just enjoyed myself some stuff good good movie to eat uh or good movie to watch while eating chris you know 
Well, I mean, we, we Elise and I have been like dieting pretty hardcore, and we're doing really, really well. Congratulations, but, um, by the so way. This was like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, what's today? Today was eighty-one pounds lost today. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, no sugar. Staying no sugar off, for us. staying uh, off the stuff. Doing well. Staying off the stuff. No, well, see, the stuff would have helped me. It would help me lose weight. I could eat as much as I wanted. Yeah, but you'd so be telling you what? But you'd be like, mean. <laughs> yeah, I'd be mean. I'd be mean. Or would I? Just, well, I'd be mean to people who didn't eat the stuff. If you ate the stuff, then everyone's best friends. Like your best friends if you eat the stuff. Here's one thing that I couldn't really figure out, but I thought was pretty interesting, and you can answer this for me if you know. What was up with Di- Danny Aiello's dog in this movie, Chris? So okay. Danny Aiello yeah, used to work so, for the FDA or yeah. whatever and approve the stuff right. under weird conditions, you know. And now he's got this dog, this big, what was it, like a Doberman? That was a big, big dog that he lives with. And yeah. Mo, Mo, Mo comes sniffing around, and this dog is not happy at all with anyone, including his owner, Danny Aiello. And then it turns out that the dog likes this stuff, and then... I don't. There might have been a death there. I was like, "Whoa, this dogs." Maybe, maybe it makes dogs even meaner. This is crazy. Yeah. So how <laughs> I? So this is how I took it. So so it was the USDA. That's who these people were. Were there you that's go? What, that's what Danny Aiello's character was. Was USDA. So um, and so like it got fast tracked for approval without anybody like knowing it. And so, like, but usually there are, like, because they're saying, like, oh, they were able to keep it secret like Coke and Pepsi do. You know, like, like only they know what the secret is. But, like, nobody was able to do it. And that's why they had to bring in Mo because they couldn't figure out how to copy it. That's basically what it was supposed to be is either, either shut it down or help us to copy it so we could so we could cheat. Well, anyway, Danny Aiello has, has had a literal watchdog with him, which is this, like, this dog that was completely uh, taken over by the stuff. Mm. At the end, like the stuff was, po- he was trying to pour. So, like Danny Aiello knew that the stuff wasn't really food, but he hadn't eaten it yet. No, no. Remember this. I'm making sense out of something that shouldn't make sense. Like I'm doing my best. He definitely had but, a like, closet versus. I think he had a closet full of stuff, and maybe he was. Um, just feeding the stuff to his dog not, to keep it mean and keep it, no, you know, like the ultimate no, watchdog. No. See, so so I think he was buying it and not eating it. Like he was showing that he was eating it. Um, no. He was showing, it. and so then, like when he when the dog came to attack him because he was he was going to snitch on it. Because remember, he's calling people then to like snitch on the stuff, and then the dog. That's when the dog attacks him because he also sees. All of the he sees all of the uneaten stuff in the office. Oh, so I don't know. I yeah. thought so I thought dog the dog. I, the, I thought the dog was like really jonesing. Like this dog was really like it's been eating like you know five stuffs a day, and he had like said no more stuff well, to the dog. And the dog's like I am going to eat you now. He's like no, I'll get you no, more stuff. Was, <laughs> he was keeping him in line. He was keeping. Yeah, I think he was keeping Danny Aiello in line. Is what it was supposed to be. I think. I think. Um, yeah. Chris said that he'd only do this if, if you could watch the movies for free. This movie is not only is it on Amazon Prime, uh, but it is on Tubi, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys got one of the, one of my favorite streaming sites because it is literally like going into, 
you know, like the deep catalog of a VHS store. There is some weird, freaky shit on Tubi uh, late at night, but you can find it there as well. Um, the stuff, the stuff. I was looking over my notes and see if we. I mean, we pretty much talked about everything. Um, there, there's even a come up at scene at the end that I was like, okay, I'll go along with that. Like, if if someone was selling the stuff, you know, and getting rich off of it. Um, what could you do to them? And I was like, okay, I, I'll go with how I don't want to uh, spoil how how they they do it. But I mean, what would you do? You would give them the stuff. Were you okay with that? That was pretty cool. I, yeah. Well, I mean, then. Yeah, I mean, it's like you 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 did kind of let the heroes win. Is what it was supposed to be. Was that? I was like, yay, well, Chris will like, like this. The like, heroes win. But then there's like, there yeah, might be more stuff. Yeah. Black market stuff. It's probably. You can't get rid of the stuff. Black market stuff. <laughs> you cannot. Well, because it's literally been here since the dawn of time and chose now to take over the world. I don't know what its end game was. I'm, it seemed to be happy as the stuff. I mean, I'm in a different it place. Be I'm in a different place now, Chris. And I'm like, you know, if we could find the stuff, we could put this on Shark Tank and really, um, really uh, make some money for ourselves. <laughs> and then just like force and then get a dog and like have the dog attack the sharks and then like for like like spew the stuff into them and everything and like they're on our team well that's it man so that's what so later on the movie the the guy the rich white guys are like okay maybe people don't like the stuff but they will like the taste which is like you know 15 percent the stuff and 85 percent ice cream and they're like of course right capitalism yay no the the taste well, and then, uh, like, the commercials, what? like, we, we didn't really talk enough about the commercials, I don't think. Because, like, they, they, like, had commercials all the time. And, like, pure 80s, of course, were in that, they're in those weird, like, jazzer, jazzer-sizing outfits. Yeah, I do, um, I do like how he sprinkles, like, sprinkles them throughout. Like, it's like Starship Troopers commercials sprinkled throughout to kind of yes. ha- hammer it home. But I think after reading about the, you know, him doing the movie and it being long and then probably saying like, dude, like the first half of this movie is slow. And he's like, okay, I'll do these commercials and like speed it up. And I think that's what he did. And I, those, those are good. Like I said, it's the, the idea is still there. You could make this remake this movie really easy right now. So um, I think it's worth watching. Definitely. So I'm glad I finally watched yeah, it. Yeah. I Like. Like, have you seen? Okay, was this the first time you'd ever seen a cover for it, or was it? And you just had never gotten around to it, or I, was it all, just the only like thing I, you were browsing? The only thing I knew about this film was the cover, the VHS cover of the movie. I remember it's. I remember the VHS cover of the movie. I had never seen the movie. Had never seen a trailer. Nothing. So, uh, I just. I knew going in, I was like, I need something that looks kind of like fun. Like I, I don't want. I'm not a big like huge gore fan, but I like some yeah, you, know, you know, horror comedy, horror sci-fi type movies. And this kind of seemed like it was going to be it. And you know, it combos a lot of movies I like. You know, I like The Blob. I like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I like Invaders from Mars. I like I like stuff like that. I like They Live that had a, a similar kind of message. So it kind of smashed all those things together. And added, you know, <laughs> Mo Rutherford to the mix, and uh, you know that's the it, best of the movie. It's 
It's such a bad accent. It is just obvious. Like he's like, I really, really, really want to do this accent. <laughs> he's been do he's been in a lot of films. I'm like, I know this guy from somewhere. But oh, I know. Uh, what was this? Uh, who is he? Michael? I forget what his name is. Gosh darn it! I had IMDb. I got to pull it up. I had IMDb up for it. Here we go. Uh, Michael Morarity. I mean, he's in Morarity. A- Moriarty, yeah, he's in Pale Rider. He's in. I think the last detail I remember him from. Um, Okay, so the thing that I really wanted to 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 read off to you, so you understand. Okay, Um, here's here's the director, Larry Cohen, talking about the movie. So he says, "Quote: At the beginning of the stuff, we got to our location to shoot, and a terrible snowstorm came. It was unseasonable, but this huge blizzard came, and everybody said, oh." Now you have to go home. And I said, oh, no, we'll shoot the scene in the snowstorm, and I'll write the snowstorm into it. And so that's what I did. And it made a beautiful scene, beautiful production value. Of course, all the lights weren't rigged for a snowstorm, so they were exploding all over the place. But fortunately, nobody got electrocuted, and we got the, shit, we got the scene. So that sounds – that's probably how the oh movie – Oh, my gosh. They, they just let – they just, you know – you know, it's like jazz, baby. You know, just as we go, this is what we'll film. We'll throw in these shots and stuff. Just let Mo. I, I think they let Michael Morarty kind of like uh, improv and stuff and find his way, which you could see in the film. But it's just such a weird animal of a movie, man. <laughs> also, Mir- it, Mira Sorvino was apparently yeah, in this improv. movie. It felt improv for sure. So Mira Sorvino, daughter of Paul Sorvino. Uh, famous actress of her of her own, Romy Michelle, of course. She uh, on AV Club a few years back said uh, the questioner said this is listed as unconfirmed, but Larry Cohen says on the DVD commentary that you were in your dad's movie when you were a teenager, and she said I was. I was a stuffy. I was one of the drones that had already been converted by the evil stuff, the frozen yogurt or whatever that was taking over the world. I was wearing one of those odd suits and climbing a water tower. It didn't require much actual performance. So Mira Sorvino Sorvino is in this movie as well. That's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Dad. Hey, daughter. Hey, you want me in this garbage movie? Ah, It's a living. It's a living. (laughs) Did you tell Elise about the stuff? (laughs) <laughs> were you like you got- i didn't know like like this type of movie would would she'd roll her eyes out roll her eyes back very quickly yeah like they might i might actually like they might make a sound they'd roll back so fast so not down for the stuff she she could she likes movies like she 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 likes movies that like have an actual like monster in them. So oh. like she'll she'll watch like all the alien movies, predator movies, like she's good to go. Shark movies are her favorite. Like movies like Deep Blue Sea or The Meg, you know what I mean where you have like these huge monsters, but the monsters have to actually like be eating the people, not the other way around. Like she wouldn't like this one at all. Like I knew it. I don't even think I told her I was. I think I told her this morning I was doing this with you, even though like it's been on the like the docket. Like oh that's right, I'm, babe. I forgot. I'm I'm recording. I'm recording with Jess tonight, and she's like, oh okay, have fun. And then uh, me and the girls will watch a show. Okay, sounds fun. She's Bye. so nice. Yeah. She's so nice. Yeah, she's. I had she's to, so nice. I had to mention your wife to my wife recently because on your podcast I like to like things. You had our our good buddy uh, Dan Hill on the podcast. Oh yeah! To finally introdu- introduce you to a long time love of mine, the Fast and the Furious series. 
So yeah, I have loved those films since uh, it was, the first movie was one of my first DVDs that I bought in college at yes. the time because I had the surround sound and that movie rocks with the sound. So since then, I've seen every single one of them in the theater. And since I started dating Chrissy, I've been trying to get her to watch those movies. And I think last year she finally watched the first one. I think I have to go back, but up until ne- up until then, she's like, "No, no, 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 no! I won't watch it." You got your wife to watch how many, Chris? So we watched one, two, started three. Realized that it was not right in the timeline because there is like an actual like timeline. Yes, three is actual sequel because mm-hmm. three is a sequel to four, five, and six. Yes. And then you, then you, yeah. Oh. So we watched one, two, started three, and then we skipped it. Yeah. Then we watched, then we watched four, five, and six. Damn. And then we, we have three queued up, and then we still need to watch seven and eight. Uh, Elise loves The Rock and Jason Statham. So we know that those guys came in. So she, like, it's hard. Okay. I will tell people if they're going to watch it. One is kind of like its own thing. Like it's like Dan talked about it. He's just like, it's just a snapshot in time of like early 2000s. Everyone's seen these movies, Chris. You're the last one. Yeah. And Chrissy. No, I mean, Chrissy's there are people the last out there one. That, uh, no, no. But I'm telling people because there are people out there that have not watched it out of like principle. Mm-hmm. Two is hard. Two is a hard watch, but you have to watch it because it, it pays off later. When the f- six, five and six. Six is an absolute gosh dang action masterpiece. Like it is, it is an actual action movie masterpiece. Like it's a throwback to all the old Arnold movies and, and like all those type of things where like you're just like, yeah, these guys are superheroes. They're not going to lose fights. They're going to crash a car, get out and just keep walking. There's some fight scenes in there that are like John Wick level good. Like, the, like Paul Walker is the one that's doing some of these fight scenes. They're just like this is like watching a John Wick movie. It's that good of action. Yeah. And then is it is it is it is it hard on the brain? No, it's not hard on the brain at all. It, which is nice. It's very very nice. Well, I, <laughs> so. I threw I threw it in Chrissy's face that I'm like Chris's wife watched all these Fast and the Furious movies with him, and she's like, oh okay. But uh, I just watched the the new Fast and the Furious Nine F Nine trailer just came out yeah, today the came out today and my heart just like grew like 20 sizes man i've never been so happy it's only coming out in theaters and it's the first movie trailer that i've seen in a year that i'm like i would risk yes i would risk my life to see this movie i i love well, that I think, that series oh my gosh i cannot wait it looks amazing I, yeah we'll meet up together because i mean by that point you'll be fully vaccinated and i've been fully vaccinated already yeah so but like, still like, sitting go. in a theater with a bunch of people I i'm like I can i rent out it's so weird i would love this comes out my birthday week i'm like can i rent out a whole movie theater for me and watch this film because i yeah. would pay top dollar oh i know so good. i don't i don't i think the time has passed for us to be able to rent out a whole theater because Damn like it. now they're going to start opening it up yeah damn it like uh, we hit we hit orange tier this morning here in 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 here in my county so like it's gonna be opening up pretty soon um, um well here's what we need to do chris yeah. we're, we're done with the stuff but yeah. we're we're doing a mini series of this we got to find other 80s horror films that we neither of us have seen that you know won't gross us out like i said i don't want anything too gory i like fun i like scary so right. um we're, we got to figure out our next movie so everybody reach out to us suggest things that's great 
Um, and we will continue this amazing journey walking hand in hand. Like, <laughs> I, I will, I will put this out there. Like, I'm down. Like, I, like I said, I'll say yes to anything just now. As long as we get, like, like I said, like legit. streaming sites. What? Yeah, I have, has I have to, Netflix. I, will, I have Hulu. Yeah. I have Amazon Prime. I have, yeah, those are the major. What Tubi? Uh, yeah. All those. Yeah. If we can find on that, that's what we're gonna do. So, same. Yay. Yeah, I have all those. Like, I'm good to go. Like, don't when you're looking at this, don't think of it like. I want to punish Justin and Chris. <laughs> I want it to be like, Human Centipede Three. A- Human Centipede Three is still yeah, yeah, unwatched. Exactly. <laughs> right. I I I don't want to. I, I don't want to be punished. I want to be like, oh, this is dumb. Brought up to well, speed. No, popcorn. like like I love yeah. watching like classics that I haven't seen before. Like I said, I have a huge list of yeah. movies that I want to get to, but I really wanted to focus yeah. on this because again, Chris is great, and he wasn't going to say no. And it would be fraught with peril <laughs> if I did this with Chrissy because, you know, what if I pick something wrong? I haven't seen this film. And that's not an excuse, Justin. Divorce. And I didn't want that to happen. So thanks again to <laughs> thanks again to Brayton um, for joining me. You want to know what's funny? I, I just looked at my phone. I have uh, I have six different texts from people saying, hey, did you see the Fast 9 trailer? <laughs> oh. Are you so, going to watch it? Are you Don't yeah. spoil yourself, I guess. Don't. You know what? No. There's people yeah. yeah, there's people in there that you're not gonna know who they are. So you need to keep on your journey yeah. and not spoil yourself because like I said, I was just envious of you guys. Like I would love to watch all of them fresh, like in a week or a couple weeks like you guys did. And I was like, Yes, right. I can't wait. He's you know, another one of us. One I love him. I love him. So Right. Um but no, I'm not gonna look at the trailer because it'll spoil it. I don't want to see spoilers. Brayton, you you've got a fan so we originally met when you were doing more gooder than talking about movies, but you got, you got, I like to like things now. Where can we find your podcast and you online, man? Yeah, we're on, I mean, I think we're on every, every platform, every podcatcher. Um, but you can follow us on uh, social media. You can follow us at like two. That's the number two. So like two like things. Um, and we come out every Monday and then we do a, we do a main episode, which is where somebody comes on and tells us something new that we should check out. And then the next week we have what we call a response edition. And it's where we, we did our homework. Like we did our homework. We tried out the new thing and we're reporting back. It's like, it's ultra positive. Everything is, everything is just about trying to, trying to be a, a person with the, you know, expanding horizons. Yeah. Open your mind, guys. And, and Justin. And Justin has not been on it because we like everything. Everything's the same. I, Everything. I like know, man. I've really been thinking about it. I, I mean, I'm kind of. I guess we're kind of doing it like, hey, do you like to like '80s horror movies, Chris? Because like I like them, <laughs> right. and we can like them together. You're right. I got to think about it, man. I, it's. Yeah. I like a lot of things. I don't know. I kind of. I, I, I want to be like. I want to like something and it be out of left field because a lot, you know. If I like things, I talk about them a lot. So I'm like, I want to like something right. unexpected for Chris. So anyway, uh, none of yeah. my none of my best friends have been on the show. So like, you haven't been on it. Uh, like any of the guys I used to podcast with, none of them have been on it. Like it's just because like that's the reason that we're super close is that we like all of the same things. <laughs> so <It's, laughs> like that's just how it works. It's true. It's true. So Brayton. I love you, man. I appreciate you coming on and talking some uh, crazy love you too, buddy. 80s horror with me. Um, 
Chris, of course, will be back uh, next. We're gonna try this do this next month. Maybe we, yeah. maybe we can corral Chrissy yeah. into into doing it as well. Uh, that would be great. But I, I'm excited because I like I said I love me some 80s horror and I've been really in the the mood, especially with all these streaming channels. I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta watch that. Right. I gotta watch that. So now I've got an excuse. You know, uh, the good thing about our podcast and one of the reasons that I love doing it is it gives Chrissy and I an excuse to watch movies because without it, I'm like, I don't know if she'd watch movies with me. <laughs> so. Right. Let's just watch Back to the Future again. Let's, for, let's right? force or, her or to watch. Exactly. So uh, uh, you found our podcast. You're listening to us. If you're following us on social media, that's great as well. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Movie Geekcast. And uh, yeah, next week, I think we got Chris. Are you excited about this? I hear there's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I think that I think that's next week. Uh, if not, that's coming up soon. But hopefully, that's next week. I I know Chrissy's excited to talk about that. We love us some some video games, movies, and HBO Max is bringing to that to our eyeballs. So we're excited. So until then, Chris and I are saying au revoir, and we will see you guys next month for our '80s horror movie mini series we're doing we appreciate it thanks a lot see you guys next week